The Brum Radio Shop is now open with all sorts of Brum Radio stuff with everything from t-shirts and hoodies to mugs and posters and much more. Support Brum Radio. Go to BrumRadio.com and click on Shop. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit BrumRadio.com. Hiya, Barbara Nice here. Barbara's in Australia. Is it nice in the biscuit? When will this go out, Paul? Hopefully Wednesday. Right, happy Wednesday. So what date will that be, Paul? 2nd of December. 2nd of December. Right. Right, kids. It's my belief that this December, December 2020, with the run-up to Christmas, is going to be one of the very best Decembers we'll ever have. And we'll look back and we go, right, very nice that was. That's what I'm thinking, really. Although there was a fella, Paul, on uh, Radio 4, the morning programme, trying to say that there's a high level of anxiety around writing Christmas cards. And I really (laughs) thought, do you mind if I swear, Paul? Oh, see, I'll try and bleep you. Bleep. Piss off. And what I wanted to say to him, piss off. Bleep. Because, thank you, love. Because, to be honest, why is it taking all the pleasure out of writing Christmas cards? He was saying, oh, you don't know whether they're going to send you one back. Who cares? Just send them. Honestly, I was really annoyed with him for that. Why well, must don't... everything be cloaked in anxiety? You don't send just because you expect one back. You just of course send, you don't. That's in fact, selfish. I said he's very, very posh he was. And I, I, I tweeted and said, who the pig in excess fella? <laughs> and I'll tell you who he is. Somebody told, you might know him, I've never heard of him. I think people are a bit surprised I didn't know who he was. Uh, let me just get on my Twitter thing. Hmm. Where is it? We've got time, yeah. <laughs> How are you anyway while I'm looking? I'm good. Just waiting for the Brum Radio Social, but we'll we'll wait for What are you gonna do for your Brum Radio oh, Social? We'll talk and just you can you can come. We'd all just on radio people have a good chat. Yes, normally, please. I'll be able to come, come this time. I can't yeah. usually come. We're not, well normally we'd be in a pub and having a good chat, but today we're doing it over Google. I'm not I'm not gonna take the knock like this fella. <laughs> Go on, then, you know what I mean? Well, I'm going to try and find his name. Know. I was probably filling for time. We don't, we don't. Anyway, we've got nice Olga Cock mm. coming on. And I met her in Leicester. Poor Leicester's been in lockdown since God knows when. If you're listening in Leicester, my heart goes out to you. No mention of you, is there? It's all about, nothing wrong with Manchester and all that. But what about Manchester? What about Leicester? Been in pig in lockdown forever. So I met this nice girl at the Leicester Comedy Festival. She's very nice Olga Cock. And we sat next to each other. We had a lovely curry. Right, now then, where's this fella's name? Where the blinking heck is it? By the time Olga comes on, we'll have found <laughs> Maybe it. Maybe she'll know who it was. She might know. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I bet these people's shouting his name out. Right, I'm going to find it anyway. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. If one thing that lockdown's given us, it's time to check things <laughs> pigging out a bit. Otherwise it goes nowhere. This whole right. intro goes nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, how does the tears affect you? Not seeing it. Like about a year, wasn't it? Uh, no, it's ridiculous. And we've not seen, <laughs> listen, this is what's been going on, listeners. We have not seen each other for Since good yeah, about a year. About February, I think, yeah. Since February. We've been in touch a lot. And if you're a regular listener, you'll think, I can't believe Paul and Barry have not met up. They must have put <laughs> out about 60 podcasts between them. <laughs> more. It's true, Paul. More. Is it more? Way more, about 80, though. 
Is he mm. eight? Picking it. Right, we send Olga the thing. Okay. I'm still trying to find <laughs> this blinking thing. I wish I'd not mentioned it, but I'm going to get to the bottom of it. We'll get it. We'll get there before the end, even if we have to edit in tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Who is this posh fella on the radio telling people how anxiety making is to send Christmas cards? I do wish he hadn't been booked. Everything is at the risk of being tarnished. To which reply, somebody said, I don't think any of us listen to posh people. Somebody else said, this was the most ridiculous item I've heard from them in a while. Now, I wasn't just on my own with it. Me again. It was a pig in disgrace. Why must everything be reading anxiety? As if we haven't got enough. And right. It was another nice girl. who's a very nice illustrator. And I might get her on this programme. It was Alexander McCall Smith. Me answering, who is he? Right. And then people said, he's an author. He wrote the First Lady's Detective Agency, to which I answered, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> well, that's what that means when you say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I don't know. What it means is, I don't know what that book is either. <laughs> I don't really know. Have you ever heard of him? And no. I don't mean any harm. You might know him. Somebody might know him. He's all right, really. Anyway, if anybody's heard of him and thinks he's all right, let me know. But enraged me this morning, I did anyway. Hello. Oh, yeah. she's here. Oh, darling, how are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for coming, love. And you, I've got, you sound clear as a bird. Thanks, Olga. And it, we're kind of recording now. A lot of people say, well, when will it start? And I often say, well, we're nearly finished. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just this, Olga. It's just us talking. How are you doing, love? <laughs> I'm trying my best. I've been trying my best for what is nearly a year. I know, love. I know. I've just said to Paul, because we've made over 80 podcasts, and I've, I've not seen Paul since March. <gasps> I know, we've just been making them like this. I like that little intake of breath. It's, it's amazing, because I probably had more to do with Paul than most people in my life, and yet we haven't seen each other since March. It's... <laughs> He's, he's laughing now. He's got that little tee-hee laugh he does sometimes. <laughs> he's doing it now. It's it's really vintage, very pen pals. It is, love. It's very pen pal. It's, it's, it's nice in a way. Have you have you found that you've had any sort of long-term relationships of that type, but you've not seen anybody? Yeah, I've started a brand new job, and I haven't seen anyone I've worked with. So ah. it's just... It, the the whole thing just feels as if I'm making it up every day. Right, tell us about the job itself, Budlov. Come on. Oh, I shouldn't. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't really. I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't really talk about. Don't, don't talk about my jobs. Don't tell us. Love. I decided to open with it, and then and then immediately told you that I don't want to talk about it's it. It's absolutely actually. fine. I will keep all this in. I like to keep all the things because it's like you could be a spy, Olga, and I shouldn't be asking you. You could have signed the official secrets act. <laughs> You could be... Yes, but do keep it for evidence. Yeah, it's so brilliant. It's so good. I'm starting to jump. Tell me about it. I don't want to. And that is absolutely... (laughs) 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 What a pig is... You're too nosy. I'm too bloody nosy. And you're entitled to some bloody privacy. So drop I absolutely volunteered the information that then I refused to discuss. (laughs) All right. But the essence of it is, You've been doing it, but you've not seen any of the people. It's funny, yes. isn't it? It's a, what about performing, Olga? Have you been doing any stuff? I've gone back to the old webcam days. I think we've got to. 
What about you online and all that? Love, have you been doing a bit? I think there was a, quite a, a, a bit of enthusiasm around it in the first lockdown, yes. and then the second time around, I've absolutely refused to to even indulge the idea. That's very interesting. That is. how about you? Well, I think that's very interesting what you're talking about there, because I think at the beginning there was a lot of uh, willingness. There was a lot of willingness from performers and from audiences to to do the the zooming stuff and it i think the willingness has dropped a bit but i've enjoyed doing i've been doing these lock-in shows and i've enjoyed it really olga because i've been getting people to join in and get dressed up and things like that so i have quite liked doing them but i do get the feeling that people are a bit fed up with it now why didn't you like doing them love I think I did. It's just that the novelty wore off. Like at first I was being really inventive and like doing shows from my bathtub and stuff. Mm. And now I just want to touch people and feel their breath or their disdain in person. Ah. Now I like the bathtub sort of ideas because she's a very good performer, Olga is. And I've only met you once, but we got on very well, didn't we? It was in Leicester once, love. And I really thought you were fantastic. And I enjoyed your company and your lovely spirit that comes off you. And you're a smashing you're performer. So, and I've seen a picture of you in a bathtub before. What you, why, What was you doing in that bathtub? <laughs> I, I think there's nothing funnier. And maybe this is, this is just a very, like, you, the trope of, like, slipping on a banana peel. And I think the trope of someone being in a bathtub full of suds and then coming out in a full suit to me, is still peak comedy. There's nothing funnier than someone... Do you know what I mean? Like a I bubble do. bath and just getting out full suit and tie. That is so funny to me. Yeah, because it's the essence of comedy because it's the opposite of what we're expecting. That's one of the essences <laughs> exactly. of comedy. You set summit up and then you do the opposite of it. Not much online in now you've been doing. The job, of course. The other job, of course, we mustn't, we mustn't really talk about. <laughs> 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 so... We've got Christmas coming up, and I've just been saying to Paul, I am determined, Olga, pigging determined, that this year, I don't always, I, I don't always enjoy Christmas. To be honest with you, I think there's too too much running around and worrying, especially for women with kids and stuff. And oh, I don't know, you always feel like you're chasing yourself and thinking you should be doing this anyway. I never have time to post any Christmas cards, nothing like that, and all that. Whereas this year. It might be quite nice because in some ways the, the kind of heat's taken out of it and I don't know. I just think that people might just find it more joyous and more simple. I don't know what you think about that though. I think specifically for the people who haven't seen their families this entire time and this is going to be the first time they see their families, I think that it's going to be a real kind of a Christmas carol moment of being really grateful for their families. I hope so. Well, where's your family, love? They're in Germany, and so if I do go see them, I'm planning this sort of teary-eyed reunion, but in reality, it's probably going to descend into the usual political arguments that it does every other year. It might be different, you don't know. So where, oh, Germany, very nice. Whereabouts in Germany, love? In the mountains, close to Munich. (laughs) Is there anything that you're doing that you think, oh, I'd like to let people know? Are you writing a book, Olga? You don't have to be. A lot of people say they are and they're not 
Oh, goodness, the pressure to write the next great American novel uh, in this pandemic it was just paramount. I I will say um, I have uh, one of my shows on vinyl out with Monkey Barrel. Um, it's available on my website or on Monkey Barrel's website. Monkey Barrel, an incredible uh, venue in Edinburgh that needs everyone's support. Um, so if you're interested in a very trendy gift, why not get a vinyl with my face on it? Right, now, come on. There's a few words I don't understand there. What do you mean? Like a vinyl record? Like a 33? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, good with your job. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hot pink and it's really, really cool. And would you play it with a, with a needle, you know, in a, a yes. record player? Yeah, it's really cool. Right. Now, this is very interesting to me because it's bringing back a word that you said at the beginning, vintage. You said vintage pen pal and I'm going to say vintage vinyl to you, love. <laughs> Do you think exactly. we like all these old? Do you think we? Well, I know we like the old ways. Why do you think we like them? Oh, because we 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 see the past with rose tinted glasses, don't we? The way that everybody romanticizes the war, whatever <laughs> they mean by that. Do you know what I mean? Where people are like, oh, well, back in the day. <laughs> I know, but you. I think it's brilliant you're making this vinyl with your show on it. So it's like, um, it's just audio then, love. Yes, it's a comedy album, but uh, on a on a vintage form. Wow. Whose idea was this? This was Monkey Barrel's idea. Who is this Monkey Barrel? Uh, they're a venue in Edinburgh. Oh, right. Now, whereabouts in Edinburgh are they? Love? I know Edinburgh pretty well. There? Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you. One second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it right now. Well, it's right, right, right next to City Cafe. Right, I say no pretty well. I've got no pigging idea. Right, what city cafe look? Whereabouts is it? Is it on Nicholson Street, <laughs> the street of uh, shite? Monkey Barrel is on Blair Street. Right, I know Edinburgh, but tell me again. <laughs> where Blair oh boy, street. do you know? Do you know where the tro- uh, the Tron is? Yes, yes. Cabaret Voltaire. Yes, love. Across the street. So they're going all year round, are they? These Monkey Barrel kids. Yes, it's it's a yeah, it's a comedy club year round. Oh, very good, very very good. So you so you make who else is on their books and is it or is it just you doing these vinyls? Uh, John Kearns is uh, doing one. Brilliant. And uh, an Icelandic comedian called Ari Eljarn. Right. I really hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. But he has a Netflix special coming out. Well, so yeah, it's really it's, good it's company. Very, very good company. But talking about Netflix, have you seen The Queen's Gambit? Oh, my goodness, yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. Is have it, you? I loved you like it. it. I loved the clothes she was wearing. Did you, Olga? Because you, you look yes, nice. She's a nice-looking girl, Olga. She's got style, I'm telling you that, for nothing. And honestly, in this pandemic, I just found it such a joy to to see her clothes and once in some good hotels to those lovely shots of when they're walking upstairs oh, just stunning it was pigging smashing love what do you want to do Olga? you've made the vinyl now and you you're a talented girl so talk to a lot of people about creativity and what they want to do in your in your i bet you have got a bit of a plan you don't have to tell us if you don't want to but what are you kind of looking forward to doing next? You're doing all right, aren't you? But what's on your, what's on your list? Oh my goodness, that's a very good question. Oh, I, w- I wish I knew. Do you want to know? 
my my secret secret desire i think i want if if we're fantasizing and there's absolutely no limits to what i can imagine i would love to have a museum exhibition like at the tate or at the museum of modern art in new york and just have a bunch of stuff like props that i used in shows and outfits that i wore on tour that would be cool wouldn't it or like a victorian albert museum exhibition have you been to the museum of comedy in london love by the church yes they've got that kind of thing haven't they it's very small but they've got things like i don't know the bumper car you know the the, the car plate off um only fools and horses thing yes i was thinking of donating my cordial handbag to that museum it's that kind of thing but you're talking about having your own curating your just own. me just me just- and like i just re- <laughs> sub the others <laughs> what would you put in right um, so i'm i'm so i'm the museum of modern art and i say to you oh very nice to see you olga what i am can you present to me some ideas of some of the pieces that you're going to put into this museum sell sell it to me love you've got six pieces to put in to help you love this room of paint the walls white what you're putting in it Incredible. Amazing. Uh, I'm putting my, uh, so my first Edinburgh show, I did in a tracksuit. So every day I wore the same tracksuit. We're obviously putting the tracksuit there. What color is it? I want to imagine it. It is bright, uh, bright purple. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Lovely. And when you say you're putting it in, are you hanging it up on a, you know, a hanger? Is it on, is it on a, like a tailor's dummy stuff or is it behind glass? Why are you presenting that tracksuit? So it's on a mannequin, but the mannequin is one of those, like, do you know when the face, they project a face on the the head? And so it's like, you could see me doing the routine on loop, but it's just a projection of me talking. Oh, that's brilliant. Olga, that's absolutely brilliant. So so it's doing the routine for that show. Fantastic. I think it's fun. Right, thanks. Yes. Yeah. You've got another five exhibits. So that's in there. It's fantastic. It's great. Go on, another five pieces, please. That's in there, Greg. Oh, goodness. I don't know how we're going to top that. Uh, don't it? But I think uh, you can. Because that didn't exist two minutes ago. And it exists now, and it's brilliant. So the track. I think we, we we need to have some sort of, like, you know when it's um, like a personal note on a napkin by, like, a comedy hero? Um so I don't know. Just imagine, like I don't know, Dave Chappelle writing on a napkin. Funniest set I've ever seen. And then the napkin is in in uh, in a frame. Do you know, like somebody? It's always it. really thrilling and like fascinating to see something like that, like you know, like a t- like a ticket stub, but something that at the time was really trivial, but over time became legendary. Okay, brilliant. Okay, have you got anything in mind that you've already you've already got? I can't, I can't say I do. I'm sorry. Don't worry, love. I have, I, I, I have yet to, to meet Dave Chappelle. And he has yet to tell me I'm his favorite comedian of all time. Well, you could go through his tax, you know, go through your tax receipts and just find some receipts <laughs> and put that in. You could, couldn't you, though? I didn't know it, but this taxi or something like that or something that you might have eaten at the city cafe. See, I did, I did the call back there. And then think, and how That's would funny. I know if I, you know, in the future I'd be doing a vinyl? So that's good. So some kind of receipt or some kind of dodgy bit of paper that didn't seem to be much at the time. But I like the idea of a signature by Dave Chappelle, whoever that is. 
on an on a uh, serviette. Brilliant. So two, another another. Um, and you know, and there's like like a coffee mug stain on it. Like it's 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 seen some things. Yeah, that's right. Good. So some item that didn't seem much like a, a yeah. Something that people would regard as low status item that's, that's become very high status. That's what you're talking about, isn't it, love? Yes. Another, another um, three. Okay, so we have one, I think, uh, one of the first open mics I did was one where, like, someone wins and you get a tiny little gold plastic statue. And so I think it will be, be quite nice to have one of those. I mean, one of. I've only won one open mic in my entire life. And uh, that tiny plastic statue of like, this is where she came from. But, this is how it all began. Like those Oscars, a, a fake Oscar. <laughs> yes. yes. I've got about yeah, five of them. Brilliant. Ones. Put a fake Oscar on a thing. Because I think everybody's got one. Can you remind them of the one they've got? Brilliant. Oh my goodness. Barbara, a plastic fake one, the first one I ever got. And then my real one. Yes. That yes. I eventually get. And they're side by side. Uh, yeah. And if you haven't already got it, then the pedestal is standing there waiting for it. And that, that, that can be another item. So we're moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, this is the so most we've got this, the, We've podcast. got the, the serviette. We've got the fake Oscar. We've got the empty podium for the next Oscar. Two more items in this room that's been dedicated to you and your career. Wait, we have, we have the tracksuit as well. Yeah, the tracksuit. Yeah, we've got looking for two more. The tracksuit with, the, with oh. the face doing your routine is absolutely piggy and brilliant. I think we need something about like, uh, so a, a perfect way to do this is like to have um, a low moment. Like if I suffer from alcoholism or like something really bad happens um, and like I fall from grace and so, or like maybe I do some sort of musical that gets panned on Broadway and everybody really just hates me for a little bit. So we have a little, like a, an artifact of like a low point in my life and then a huge comeback. And then it's like, she's back. And so we need like a low point item and, and a comeback item. Right. So what will your low point item be? I think I do a really, really bad musical and everybody's just like, who who told her that she can sing? This is really embarrassing. Right, so that's an audio thing. So people kind of put headphones on and hear you singing really badly. <laughs> yes. And they're like, oh, my goodness, who... Why, she was a stand-up comedian, and at some point, she just got too big for her boots and decided to do, like, a one-woman musical, and it was horrid. She lost all of her money. Yeah, brilliant. People going to booze and just hear this awful musical you're in. Little extracts. That's really good. <laughs> and maybe there's a thing that shows just how much money you lost. And the graphs <laughs> of how your popularity slumped. <laughs> That's brilliant. And come on, then. That's a fall from grace. What's your final... Exib exhibit your rise from grace i think come out of the bathtub um, I come, come out of the bathtub oh my goodness we need a bathtub exactly we need a bathtub let's stand out out of the bathtub and what you're wearing is you're fully clothed okay so what i think is is that i so someone is nice enough to to me to maybe like hire me as maybe like the mom on a sitcom for someone like much younger and so my comeback is that I get this role in the sitcom and then like my signature thing like did I do that but my signature thing is that I'm in a bathtub and clothes and that's like my thing and so she's like, everybody like all the kids know Olga from being the mom in the sitcom that bathes in her clothes yeah that's really good I love that little catchphrase did I do that that's good that's not mine that's that's Urkel Urkel, it's Urkel, love. Oh 
Oh my god, Urkel. What? Uh, it's a it's an American TV show. It's from the eighties. Right, I don't know. But something like that. Well, I love it. Right, and that's so there. It's absolutely brilliant. You've got yourself an absolutely wonderful. You've curated a lovely exhibition for yourself, and some of those ideas, Olga. I think you should pig in do. They're brilliant. <laughs> right, love. <laughs> right now, then. Barbara, what would you? What, what, what you would oh. give your bag to a museum? The bag, I'd give me a bag, my handbag, yeah. It's you remember it, it's like an accordion. Yeah. It's I'd give the accordion handbag to the Museum of Comedy. Um I've got several No, you know you don't like really like people knowing about your work and I don't really like people knowing about my hairdos. But I've got se several hairdos over the years. I, I might, I might donate some hairdos if you know what I mean. What, what, oh, what, that would be lovely. Yeah, well, um, so yeah, that would be lovely. Um, I think that would be it. But I like this idea that you had about your routine coming out of the face. I think I'd like it to be able. To, I'd like people to be able to open the handbag. And then press a button. Oh no, press a button because it's like an accordion. So it's got, I always really should have wired it up for sound, but too lazy really. Um, press a button on the accordion handbag, and some of my classic things would come out catchphrases like, Don't get me laughing, we'll have to get the mop out. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it would be good, Olga, wouldn't it? Just yeah, catchphrases or. Uh, and I know nothing about computers. When my son said to me, do you know words for Windows, ma'am? All I could think of was for Netra. That kind of thing. <laughs> I could have all those catchphrases. The catchphrase handbag. Thank oh, my you. goodness. And then you could sell a mini version at the souvenir shop. Yes, I could. I like your business sense. We've got to have good business sense, haven't we? Especially with this pandemic. In a way, I think when it first started, I remember thinking, right, Barbara, are you part of this? Are you getting your boat? Are you, are you getting in your boat and paddling up the up the river upstream? Or are you going to let it pass you by? And I definitely got in the boat and thought, I'm going to keep going. It felt sometimes like you were just not making any headway. You were just paddling to stand still. And then with this second one, I know you were saying it's very, very different. The bit of me is thinking, you know, will you, won't you join the dance? Um I am half and half, I'm half and half with this one. I'm sort of half in the dance of it. But it's interesting to think about because we're both businesswomen, we're nobody's fools. You know, what do you do? What kind of opportunities are there? Because people are gonna want different things, I think. I don't know. When is, what do you think it's gonna do to live entertainment all this? Do you think there's gonna be a different appetite in audiences? Are they gonna want more variety? What what do you think, Hulk? It's a really good question. I think um, I don't I don't know what the answer is. I also think that it's made us. Oh, it's just is I think it's very difficult to to as an artist because we're all artists as well as business women um, to to know what it is that you're doing because for the art of it or what it is that you're doing because you want to be financially stable. And I think it, it's just really challenging to keep to be as limited as you are within a lockdown with op like with opportunities and with ways to express yourself, but also stay true to yourself as an artist and not just sort of chase 
what the few opportunities that are there mm-hmm. i have no idea whether this makes sense but it's just it's it's very it, it's a very difficult thing to balance artistic integrity with the pandemic yeah it is i think it always was a bit difficult wasn't it? It was always a bit. And this is this just uh, kind of illuminated and magnified the problems that are already there. Yeah. In some ways, you kind of think. I was thinking today, wouldn't it be really nice to just do something really groundbreaking that's different? I don't know. <laughs> I think that every morning when I wake up. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't it be lovely to just redefine the art form completely? Yeah, it would. Pig in wood. Oh, right, my headphones just fell out. It, it properly would. But we're doing our best. And I think you are an artist. And up the arts, love. I think we're both artists. Right. I'm go- And I don't know what it is you're doing during the day, love. But I hope, I hope the government are, you know, kind to you. Right. Listen, love. Anything else you want to say? You've been brilliant to talk to. No, so. I just want to say that I, I'm a huge fan. And it's been absolutely lovely to talk to you. And I'm a huge fan of yours. It has been good. I've enjoyed a little, we've had a little imaginative journey together, you and I. And oh, been nice and I feel like I'm sat next to you again in that curry house. What was Aww. it called? He was nice, that fellow that ran it. Do you remember? He was a, I can see it as if it was yesterday standing on that podium in the corner. There wasn't much. I think room. it was one of my last gigs. Was it really? Of course it will like have live been. Ones. It will have been. Because that was in February, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's been a long time since this pigging pandemic. Now, yeah, so you do, well, going back to where we were before, but do you think you will, you don't know whether you're going to go home or not? You don't know. We'll see. I don't, I don't know. Don't. We'll have to balance how safe everything is. No, I agree. And I think, I think we can all stay put possibly for one year, but people have got different things they need to do. But whatever you do, I just hope you have a nice time, love. And I hope to see you out and about as as artists and businesswomen in 2021. Yes, yes, please. Oh, love. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. I've enjoyed Thank you so much for having me. I've have enjoyed a you evening. a lot. Bye-bye, kid. Bye-bye. What I've always enjoyed about her. I've only met her once. <laughs> <laughs> both times <laughs> but i think it just goes to show if you're listening if you'll know what i mean you just click with some people <laughs> i enjoy about olga she listens properly to you and she's she goes with it it's like all the doors are open and what a joy <laughs> oh i'm gonna be get emotional now really about conversation and how lovely it is to be with people when you're talking to them, all the doors are open. And I wish that for everybody has relationships like that, where they can just run free with it, with another human being's mind. Hmm. Uh, so I thank Olga very much for that. Okay, thank you, Paul. Yeah, thank yeah you. it was lovely ideas. I think out of all of the ideas, the first one, which is often the, the way, isn't it? Hmm. The idea of having an outfit that you've worn a lot for a show and then projecting your own face on it and then mm-hmm. from that from that face coming out the words of that show. Brilliant. If they can do it with Michael Jackson and other holograms when they, they can well, do it with just, comedians. Just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Now then, so 
Uh, we'll see you next week. Think of us as the Blue Peter Advent wreath. So <laughs> that was that was our first candle, Olga Cock. <laughs> and then we'll see you the next candle is next week. So we'll bring four lovely Advent wreath candles to our lovely listeners. And look after yourselves. And I really mean it when I said at the beginning of this podcast, I think this December 2020 is going to be full of joy and people really going out of the way to make things better for each other. And I think that's the issue. Uh, well, what are you going to do for Christmas, Paul? I don't it's, want to put any pressure the, on you if you've not sorted it. It's up for debate. That's the question yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Uh, there's two schools of thought. Going to see a new baby versus staying at home. So new it's... baby jesus himself in a stable <laughs> so baby's already been born <laughs> oh it's not... <laughs> so lovely won't it with myrrh and whether we'll be taking myrrh frankincense or gold <laughs> well i know what gold is but <laughs> Mary frankincense mm. nice couple of cats live next door to us <laughs> right go on then so between going to see the newish baby or... yeah and staying at... the trouble is with staying in the flat Every day, if you have to stay in mm. for Christmas in the same place, how do you make it special compared to every mm. other day? Because what used to be good about Christmas is was the staying in the house, yeah. wasn't it? Because everybody was working, yeah. so it was lovely just yeah. to stay in the house. Just to love that now. week between Christmas and New Year when you didn't oh. know what day it was, but that's been every day, hasn't it? That's right. <laughs> that's absolutely. So we have it'll have to be turned on its head. You're exactly mm. right. I think people will be going out and about. Oh, the parks are like Brighton Beach. You can't mm. pick and move for people, which is lovely, and I hope it remains so. It reminds me of, you know, like Central Park or something I've never been. But a bit like that, just ordinary parks full of people mm. walking about, talking to each other, which is awesome. <laughs> okay, I better, I better go anyway. Okay, then. Ta-ra, so thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks to my lovely guest, the brilliant. Look out for that vinyl, whatever it was she's mm, talking about. I'll get a link Pink vinyl. Very good, isn't she, what she does? Yeah. Olga Cock. Lovely girl. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.